When you think about your touch points in the activities that your company performs to drive value for your customer, how seamless is the entire journey? This is Business Strategy, where I help the ambitious to build more profitable, iconic companies using the principles I've learned while growing and turning around million and billion dollar companies through cultivar.com. I hope you share and enjoy. The other week, my wife and I took the kids to Sam's Club, not because we love going to Sam's Club on a Saturday because it's absolutely crazy there and the lines are a lot longer, but out of necessity because we needed some food for the weekend and we were in the area, so we decided to go into the store. Now, both my wife and I, we didn't have our membership cards. And if you've ever been to Sam's Club or Costco, you need a membership card to gain access to the building. So immediately I went to guest services to get a card. My wife broke off with the kids and she started doing her grocery shopping. Now, when I was at guest services, the guy who is working there, he said, look, do you have the app? Because in the future, you can just have the app. You don't need to have your card and you can actually scan products as you go. And I was like, wait, what? Because for me, technology is so critical because time is so precious. It's a scarce commodity that I highly value. So if I can leverage technology to save time and to be more efficient, I'm all for it. So when this Sam's Club employee was telling me about this app, I was really excited. Now, let me just mention here, I'm not sponsored by Sam's Club. I get nothing by mentioning their name. I only bring it up because they should be recognized for their investments in the customer experience. And that's what I want to emphasize here in this episode is the customer experience. I took this app. I met up with my wife. I was so excited. I was like, check this out, babe. We can scan all the groceries as you put them in the cart. And then literally we can skip the line. We could pay on the app and just walk out the store. Now, of course we had to be stopped by security and they, they do a quick check and audit of your cart, but literally we skipped the line and we were out the door. And it made me think about the overall customer experience, not just for Sam's club, but for other organizations. When you think about your touch points in the activities that your company performs to drive value for your customer, how seamless is the entire journey? That's what I want to ask you, because if you start with your perfect client, so a perfect client is someone who understands your value proposition and they're willing to pay for it. You want to be able to serve them in a distinctive way in order to drive personalized value to them. And when you can do that, you're going to create loyalty with your customers. You're going to reduce churn. And hopefully if you get your pricing, right, you can garner price premiums, which if you've heard me in my other episodes, getting a price premium is one of the best ways to boost your bottom line, but you have to be super mindful of the perfect client. Now I've been to other businesses and the lines are long. The process is super archaic or you have to fill out a bunch of paperwork and it's not digital and it just doesn't make sense. It's, it's very hard on the customer. And sometimes it's hard on the customer to make the employee's lives easier, but instead of employees taking the initiative or management of companies taking the initiative to invest in technologies or to improve the process and the customer experience, they instead just rely on old operating models which are super painful for customers. So I'm sure I'm not the only one out there, but convenience is super critical for me. So I just love how Sam's club is a real life case study of how they eliminated the pain point, the checkout line. They've made it so much easier to walk around the store, 
to ring up your items as you go. You can see on your phone, each of the items, it's really easy to add, to delete, to change quantities. And you can also keep track of your cost as you're going along. And think about what this does. By enhancing the customer experience, it also improves efficiency for the organization, thereby reducing their cost structure. Because now they don't need all these employees at the checkout line because they have more people checking out themselves. And sure, you may say, well, what about loss prevention? You know, people can easily add things to their cart. Well, that's why they have the person at the exit doing a quick audit of your cart. And sure, maybe, you know, some people are malicious and they want to steal, but they're going to steal anyways. They're going to figure out ways to do it. So instead of focusing on loss and scarcity and fear and having control and making the experience painful for the customers, they've invested in making the experience better because they know they're going to get more loyal customers. And if Costco doesn't do the same thing, their competitor, then more people are going to go to Sam's Club when they have the choice because it's going to be way more convenient and it's going to align with their values. Too often, I hear companies build strategies based on their own values. In fact, too many companies think that strategy is mission, vision, and values. In fact, there are a ton of consultants out there that are well-meaning, but they go into organizations preaching that mission, vision, and values is all you need to have a robust strategic plan. And sure, that may be a start, but one of the flaws in that thinking is that by emphasizing too much time and attention on company values, they inadvertently ignore the customer's values. And that's what I want to talk about here real quick. When it comes to your customer's values, it's really important to identify four different things. There's four components of customer values. First, there are needs. Second, there are passions. Third, there are circumstances. And fourth, there are motivations. So if you drew four circles on a piece of paper and they made them all overlapping, at the very center of these four overlapping circles exist your client's values. So let's talk about each of these. Every client has needs. They're all trying to make progress. They're all trying to overcome some type of obstacle or some type of pain point. So by understanding what progress your perfect customer is trying to make by hiring you, you're going to be able to understand their needs on a much deeper level. In other words, you have to understand what their goals and objectives are and what their expectations are in the process. For example, when I go buy running shoes, I'm not just buying running shoes. I'm buying shoes because I'm trying to achieve a goal or overcome a problem. If I want to run a marathon and I don't have any running shoes, I'm buying the shoe as a vehicle, no pun intended, to help me to run the marathon. The shoe is helping me to make progress. So all customers are trying to make progress. Like with my family at Sam's Club, we were trying to make progress by getting food so we could fill our stomachs, we could chill at home, and we can just have a great weekend together. That's the progress we we're trying to make. The food was the vehicle to get us there. Okay, so all your customers are trying to make progress. Make sure you understand that, and that's what makes up needs. Moving on to passions. In the process, customers have things that they love and things that they hate. It's really interesting when I work with organizations on strategy, oftentimes I'll tell them to get feedback from their customers before we do a session. Now, this is really important, but too many companies, they just seek out positive affirmations or they reach out to their best customers or best employees to solicit feedback. But I always encourage them to reach out to the customers who fired them 
or the disgruntled employees, as long as there's no HR issues there, of course, but to reach out to the people who are going to give them the straight up gut-wrenching truth. Because when you can uncover what customers hate and what they love, and I use those two words strongly, because it's not about finding out what they dislike or what they like. I mean, a lot of people have things that they dislike and they, they like, and if you just focus on those things, you're gonna just be confused because everybody has an opinion. But when you get down to the passions, the loves and the hates, that's when you're gonna uncover the true pain points. For me, going back to Sam's Club, I hate standing in line. It's like such a waste of time. If I have to stand in line for 15 minutes, oftentimes I'm tempted just to abandon my cart and just walk out of the store. I don't like wasting my time, so I hate that. So Sam's Club recognized that not only Steve has this pain point, but other customers do too. So therefore they invested in improving the customer experience. So get down to the root of what your customers love and what they hate, and then change your processes, change your activities, change your touch points, change the journey. So customers no longer have to deal with the hates and they can deal with more of the loves with your organization. The third piece is circumstances. So you have to ask yourself, what are the circumstances that shape the behavior of your perfect customer? So for example, when my kids were younger, if I was trying to decide where to get dinner from, and when my kids were in car seats, you know, if it's a long day or if it's snowy and cold outside, by being in those circumstances, that eliminated a lot of choices as it pertained to getting food for that evening. So if a restaurant didn't have a drive-through, I didn't want to get out of the car. So when I was in that environmental situation, I valued convenience and restaurants that had either a drive-through lane or had a parking spot up front where somebody brought my food out because I didn't want to take my kids out of the car. Now, there are other situations and constraints that your customers may be dealing with. And when you understand what those are, you're going to be able to uncover their values so much more effectively. Then the fourth piece is motivations. There are emotional, social, and functional motivations of your customers. So be sure you understand what causes your perfect customer to purchase and use a particular product or service. Now you've heard me say the perfect customer multiple times. Some people call it the ideal customer. Some people call it their dream customer, whatever terminology you want to be. Like I said, this is the customer who understands your value proposition and then they're willing to pay for it. Now those two pieces are important because some people understand your value proposition but they can't afford your services or they're not willing to pay for your services. So by focusing on who gets your value prop and then has the ability and desire to pay for your products and services, those are the customers you wanna narrow in on, you wanna niche down to, you wanna understand their values, their needs, their passions, their circumstances, and their motivations and design a customer experience that helps them to make progress and to overcome obstacles in the most personalized, simple way possible. And when you can do this, you're going to gain a loyal fan base and you're gonna be able to capture price premiums. So trust me, this is something you should invest the time and energy and money in because if you get this right, it's an absolute game changer. So the challenge for the week is this. If you're listening to this podcast, go back to your organization, look at the entire journey from that very first lead coming in the door, whether it's a phone call or a website inquiry, all the way down to when your product or service is in the hand of your customer. Think about the entire journey for them and ask yourself, where can you eliminate friction along the way?
Make it a great experience for your customers and delight them and even surprise them. And you will be amazed by the upside of this effort. I wish you all the best. If you need any help with putting in place a strategy or designing a better customer experience, this is how I help organizations, both big and small. Please reach out. You can connect with me at cultivar.com. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a great week. And until next episode, take care of yourself. Cheers. Hey, real quick. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have business questions and you want to be featured on this podcast, send me an email at contact at cultivar.com and either type out your question or send a video or voice recording stating your name, your location, and what's on your mind. If you want to increase your financial intelligence, be sure to check out my other podcast called Boosting Your Financial IQ. All right, you have new knowledge. Go out there and execute. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.